Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike, and this is part three, the final segment of Discipleship, the Disciple Edge, or Expanding Leadership. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome back, everyone, to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the show. Uh, it's so great to be back here. And you guessed it, we are back with our series on discipleship. This is the third and the final component of discipleship, labeling, calling this the disciple edge or expanding leadership. And I will explain a little bit more about what that means. But uh, to give you a sneak peek, it is twofold. As we are growing in faith and we are growing as apprentices um, and as group leaders and as we mentioned in the past segments, the really the, this, this component is on expanding leadership. So for growing as a leader, but then also growing in care, in, in pastoral care, you know, um, sharing your life and investing in time during the week with other people is a large part of how you uh, how you live out your faith. Um, James talks about faith without works is is dead, and so we think about this time in groups, this time in classes, this time really in study and service and solitude and just all of these spiritual disciplines as part of the deeper life, uh, the formational moments that that really do change um, how we how we think of God and how uh, how we deepen in our faith as well. And so let me share with you a little a little story to kind of to set the stage here for really the 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 wavelength that i'm that i'm thinking about right now so last summer it was it was definitely an interesting uh it's been an interesting year and uh you know starting last spring and summer um was was a time when i started a garden and so um was was in the backyard and had have no experience starting a garden right so when you're you know, when you're just getting going, you want to do your research, you're researching, okay, Googling how to start a garden and a lot of things come up and you just don't know where to start sometimes. One of the first things was that, man, it is, uh, it is already April and I'm a little bit behind. Um, most people might think that, at least I thought the time to start a garden is right when the weather's nice, right? wrong. It's actually, um, you want to start earlier. You want to start and, and get going before, you know, you actually see the, see the, the plants and the fruits and the vegetables and everything growing. You want to, you want to start and you want to prepare those seeds. So if you stick out your hand right now and you look in the palm of your hand, everyone do this with me right now, uh, unless you're driving, then you can just look, look at the steering wheel and, and slightly, slightly above um, but you can see how many seeds you can fit in the palm of your hand. And when it comes to gardening, you can put an entire, uh, you can put all of these seeds and spread them throughout. And, uh, you know, you could, you could have several plots of, of land really uh, be vibrant and uh, see a lot of vitality and plant growth um, just, just through a handful of seeds. Um, and so it, it's amazing to see what, what, what that can produce but when you look at it you're 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 confused because you don't know how it can get from here to there and the and the process and the steps to get to there um 
And so I, and I think this is a this is interesting because it's kind of like discipleship too, you know. You too were were once lost, dead in sin, and did not know where to go. But um, Christ brought you out and is bringing you out into a new place of flourishing, into into life and life in abundance. And so when we think about it, right? Seeds germinate. Seeds need to need a place. They need an incubation place to grow. And so it it, it takes different lengths. Uh, for the seeds to start looking like they're actually growing up into a plant. So, you know, if we think about it, I'm gonna I'm gonna give two options: parsnips and watermelon. Parsnips look kind of like carrots. They're basically carrot-looking vegetables, and you got watermelons, huge, you know, sprawling, take up a lot of land and plot. When you were, if you were to think of how long it takes for that seed to start to turn into a plant, m- many of us might think that watermelons would take a little bit longer than parsnips, right? Watermelons are big. Um, they take up a lot of space. Uh, they they just pr- they produce a lot of fruit. You know, you think about one watermelon, how much it can pr- produce. Whereas parsnips are, are definitely a lot smaller. However, what I learned is that they're actually different. Parsnips take 14 days, whereas watermelon only takes four days. So sometimes it takes a step back to think about the process of how we are growing. Um, and, the, and the nutrients and the time and the patience that we are spending in nurturing um, ourselves and those who are that we're helping and leading. And so when it comes to pastoral care and leadership, you know, uh, a lot of us in today's day and age in, um, in, the, in the post-Christian secular world that we are living in, um, you're going to encounter a lot of spiritual conversations, people who are struggling and... Um, and you are the first line of first line of leadership of min, of ministering to them, whether you're in a church or outside of a church, wherever you are, you have the opportunity to share the good news and the hope of the gospel to these people, and and so and, and so here, so you know we we talk about the Greek word methedes, meaning disciple, appearing, um, or and also meaning learner, appearing multiple times in the Bible, and. Uh, it really is a lifelong pursuit, the pursuit of God growing in faith. And so when we think about I, you know, the different stages of, of growing, one is identifying. So when, we're, when we think about care and helping others, one of the big things is identifying patterns of, um, of growth, areas of opportunity in, in these people's lives. Also, you know, identifying and helping them through some of the tough times, helping them through adversity uh, and their lives, you know, confusion and also their own battles and struggles and and, and, and patterns of uh, sin and patterns of just, you know, their own self-destruction. And so when we think about, you know, growing in pastoral care, it's really helping people to model salt and light, you know. So not everyone is going to be on the same path. When you, when you come up and approach someone, everyone is going to be going through a different battle, a different struggle. Everyone's going to have their own, uh, their own questions um, and be on this, you know, their, 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 own path, uh, their own path. And I think that diversity is important because you're able to speak um, of how big uh, a God we serve is, and, um, but also how, how close and how present both sovereign and incredibly close you know knowing knowing each person's fingerprint and so we look at you know jesus choosing 12 people 
you know, 12 people that the son, son of man, God chose 12 people really to work and to, uh, to dedicate to is in, um, in care in mentorship and discipleship. And so in identifying the disciple edge or leadership is this is kind of that the 2.0, right? You're this, this might be for that person who has been serving in, um, in ministry for some time or has been leading a group or just has been on, you know, has, has been a Christian for some time and is, uh, is really looking to help others and think that this is where God is calling them next in their journey. And so we think about identifying, understanding where, where people are at, that not everyone is going to, to grow and mature in four days. Some may take 14 days and we think about it, you know, it, it could be a few months, it could be a few years and understanding and having a humility and patience to work with people in these moments. And so the next component really is, is partnership, partnering with people, being shoulder to shoulder with, um, with those who, who come with questions and who come with struggles, doubts, confusion, um, anxiety, you know, fear, um, and you know, all, all the baggage that we all bring helping people to be equipped and to really talk with God about it, to talk with, to talk with the Lord of, um, of what's going on in your life. You know, I think sometimes we can have a tendency to, to rely on one person to have all the answers, to rely on maybe our, our pastor, um, and, and in culture rely on someone, one person that, that we, that we see time and time again and, and believe that they are going to, to be, you know, our savior in some sense. And where, and, and while I do value leadership and I value um, building up character, first, first and foremost, the only person who is, is perfect in char- character, perfect in leadership is Jesus Christ. And so spend your time in prayer um, and really process, you know, these, these, uh, these moments wow, with God. And so we think about, okay, growing, helping others in, um, in, in pastoral care, but then also in leading, helping to develop and lead, you know, group leaders uh, to, to new stages, right? Um, and, you know, not only like, like last, like last uh, segment, we talked a little bit about, about, you know, giving someone an opportunity to, to help, um, you know, lead a segment of, of prayer or open up and welcome or to help facilitate a conversation um, or, you know, to help coordinate even, you know, if you're, if your group meets and you're, you're at home coordinating snacks and, or something like that to, to help, um, see and nurture people because, um, they need it in order to, 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 to know that they, they have a purpose, but that they're also skilled and technically able to do it. And so one of the things I, I didn't mention, but now I'm going to mention it is, and when I, when I was doing my garden, I was I did that seed germination process, and these seeds were on the windowsill, and they were and they were looking good, and some of them some of them developed, some of them didn't, and it was tough. I had to the ones that didn't, I had to get rid of them. They died, and uh, I couldn't spend time on trying to to bring those back. But the ones that did were the ones that I carried over, and this is this is universal across all gardening. You know, not everything is going to make it. And so when I, when I brought these inside, right, they were in this controlled environment inside. When I brought them outdoors into this real live garden 
that you know that was um, that was out there into the soil and and just this big plot of land you know you you stick this little this little mini plant into this patch and you're like what is going on and I'll be honest you know when I first tried this having no experience it died every single one of them you know I probably had a dozen plus maybe even two dozen plants and they all died and um, I don't want this to, to sound so tragic but it's the truth is that um, if you don't know what if you don't know what is ahead of you and if you aren't properly preparing for what's ahead of you it will die and so I had to go back and what I learned was that it's a it, the reason for this death is it was a fungus it was because of the so, it was either because of the soil and uh, there's poor drainage in the soil or I was overwatering when I put these in you know I was so excited for these to grow and develop and I was I was trying to bring a lot of life into it by giving it a ton of water and it, it drowned and these these little plants drowned and um and so from there you know good news is that i was able to 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 produce and i was able to sorry not produce i was able to go and locate and get some some plants that were already kind of medium medium growth and just plop them into this garden which because they were they already had that that nurturing but but really you know we are called to help nurture and grow people so that when they get to this place wherever that is, whatever their calling is, they they know what they're up against. They know what kind of battles they're facing. They know what, what the environment, what that ethos looks like. And so when you're developing as an apprentice and as a group leader and you want to take a step into ministry, you know what's ahead of you. You know the, the temptations, you know the trials, you know the tribulations. Um, but you also know that there is firm foundation as well. And so helping people to prepare and to navigate that, I believe, is one of the greatest um, callings of, uh, of today, growing in discipleship, really helping people um, lead, learn, and, um, and live out as a disciple. Whew. And so 14 days, four days, parsnips and watermelon, they, they germinate, they grow at different times so crazy I, I still can't get over that 14 days and four days 14 days for parsnips four days for watermelon watermelon and I think it, it really it comes back down to a place of uh, of awe of of kind of of this this mysteriousness of wow I don't know where this can go because um, certainly from what I when I'm looking at my natural response is not to think that that watermelon are gonna grow in four days and parsnips in 14 days I think the opposite and, and so often I think this is our relationship with seeing people around us too. You know, we can have a general idea of what we can expect, but then sometimes um, I really think God throws us in for a loop and we, uh, we're humbled and, we're, and we come before and we're, you know, we, we confess that we don't know, we don't have all the answers. And so in all this process, um, having a prayerful and um, having a spirit-led um, mentality and prayer life is super super important and so this final component right we've discussed identifying and partnering is advancing and so you know not only preparing for this next step this next stage right if you're in a position of maybe group leadership or you're, you're you teach a class or you you help mentor a few people you know from time to time at the gym or wherever 
is is kind of going and advancing into that next place. And so that this is on improvement. This is on um, not only getting people to this next stage, but but having them excel at this next stage. And and for you as well, if you're able to help people people excel at that next stage, it's it's gonna it's gonna help elevate your leadership and just the amount of capacity that you can have as a leader and as a person um, really on the first level of pastoral care and so how where so the first question is where does this happen I think it happens in in these in these small encounters going for coffee going for a walk taking a hike maybe going out and going going fishing or you know playing disc golf or you know many many other examples of where this can happen um, and what does it look like I think it can be easy as as shooting someone a message uh, and sending just sending you know hey I'm thinking about you I've been praying for you um, and I think it can also on the other end it can look like setting up a retreat organizing a retreat um, and maybe having someone that you're leading or, and mentoring discipling you know putting a lot of input into this you know what should this retreat look like what do you think uh, what do you think these people need uh, in their in their uh, in their life of, uh, in their spiritual life. And so I truly believe that in this advancing component is what the, is going to help bring what the future of discipleship will look like, not only equipping for the present, but empowering for the future. So when I look back again, it's identifying, partnering, and advancing three, three components of the discipleship edge or expanding leadership and I believe that this investment in developing leaders will help point toward a vision of life and life more abundantly um, and will point to the way of Jesus. And as people, we, we strive to, to emulate and live as, uh, as Jesus did um, on his time here on earth, as we know. That's all I got for today. So thank you for tuning in. Hope that this was impactful, inspiring, encouraging, and not too overwhelming, um, but gave you just the, the right amount where you can go um, take initiative um, and trust in the God who provides um, and who's got this now and for so much more to come. All right. Well, thank you all and be well.